Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks podcast. I'm Aaron, your host, with my co-host, Nate, here. Hello. We're back with another podcast together. We've been doing a lot of solo shows recently, uh, getting a lot of info out there on different cards and baseball and basketball. But we're going to try to make this a once-a-week thing where Nate and I give our different takes in a podcast together. On just random subjects, mostly, right? Yeah, pretty we'll much. We'll do a different subject every week. Yeah, and relates to mostly card values and some, some topic in sports. So for today, there is a glaringly obvious choice for topic. I actually asked an Instagram question of the day this morning that said, you have $500 to invest in one rookie class only for Prism rookies. Which are you going with between 2017 and 2019? Kind of relates to our podcast today, except we're not going to be talking about 2017 just because there's a little bit of stuff going on with 2018 and 2019 where people are more apt to buy, I think, because they're in recent years. So they're more easily comparable with what we think you guys should be doing. And this is all going to surround around the topic of why are some 2019 Prism rookie cards worth around the same as or more as 2018 Prism rookie cards because the 2018 class is absolutely loaded. I think Nate would agree with me there that the 2018 class is one of the best in recent memory. I would take it over 2019, that's for sure. Well, yeah, exactly there. Um, so to do that, we are going to be delivering different players, their prices, different PERs, player efficiency ratings, which is not the the best statistic in the world, but it's a measure that you can at least compare some players with. It's a fine statistic, and it's... Uh an easy one for you to kind of get a basis yeah. on how the player is doing. The only thing here is that you're going to see a guy like Mitchell Robinson with a 22.9 as he's a center. He has very you know high field goal percent, 70%. And then you have Trey Young this year at 23.4, so they're super close. But I think a lot of people would be like, oh, Trey Young is much more valuable to my team. Well, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's centers are always going to be. Yeah. Just understand when you're hearing PER, Know that centers are always going to have a higher PER by default because it's all about efficiency, and there's no more efficient score in the NBA than a back to the basket center. They're not going to get a ton of they're not going to get a ton of shot attempts. Yeah, but they'll be efficient with it. I'm pretty sure I heard like 90% of Mitchell Robinson's shot attempts are zero feet of the basket, so like dunks, pretty yeah. much, which is a crazy stat. So just to start here, honestly, we're just going to throw out some PERs for this year's players in their current year. Actually, why don't we just go each player, what the what it was last year to what it is this year. So I'll start off with Luka Doncic, obviously a top three MVP candidate this season. He just set his career high in assists last night. Top Trip- three being uh, second and third. Like, he's a top three candidate, but he's going to play second or third. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because of... Giannis. Yeah. 37 points in 22 minutes. Nine rebounds, four assists. Pretty insane stat against the Knicks for Giannis there. But Luka... Against Mitchell Robinson. True. Luka's rookie season, he had 19.6 PER, which was second, well, actually third, uh, out of all rookies last year. But this year, he is at 29.9 PER, and his Prism Silvers are $550. So very much worth it for Luca because he's obviously going to be one of the best players in the next decade. And now I'm actually going to compare that to a like-priced 2019 Prism Silver, which is Zion Williamson, who is also around $550. Uh, they've dropped. 
Yeah, just looked. 480 to 600, depending on centering. 550 is the... Okay. is the Okay, average. Yeah. So, looking at the two, you have $550. What would make you think to go and spend one on Zion Williamson instead of Luka? Uh, a dream. <laughs> it's a lot easier to dream, I guess, on Zion and his 6'6", 280-pound frame that can slam his head on the rim when he jumps <laughs> yeah uh that's the only way exactly you buy and then the other thing is just hype you think it might just drive the price up but yeah but luca has so much hype exactly which is it's odd i mean the only thing is that zion hasn't played yet so it's like it's a it's not like it's a, i was gonna say it's like safer because you can't lose money over the next like week but also you could lose a lot of money when he starts and if he's not playing well. yeah especially because he's only gonna be coming out and playing probably 20 minutes a game. Yeah. They probably do him on, you know, in the teens, his first couple games, and then maybe into the 20s, and I doubt he gets to 30 minutes a game for the rest of the year. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the playing time for Luka, but, and for Zion. But the point is, 550 much better spent for Luka than for Zion. And then if you head over to Trey Young, comparing Trey Young to John Morant, of course, John Morant is a complete stud. 2020, he has been destroying so far. And the Grizzlies are 18 and 22 now. Yeah, lots of wins recently. Which is, they're coming up. Yeah. Well, and also, think of this. Second year for JJJ at 20. First year for John Rant at 21. What's going to come from the future? You know, like, yeah. just It's also outrageous that Ja is older than JJJ. JJJ. Yeah, it's crazy to think. But Trey Young last year at 17 PER, and this year 23.4 so far, and his silvers are 165. John Moran has an 18.8 this year, so actually a very good number for him. Um, but his are $290. 18.8, to put it in perspective, is better than any PR Chris Milton has had in any year of his career. And he's a 21-year-old point guard. And Chris Milton is very nice. Is a very, very nice player. Was an all-star last year. Might be an all-star this year. But John Morant in his rookie first half of his rookie season is already a higher PR than Chris ever did. That's crazy. It's a nice statistic to throw in there. I'm not saying one way or another. Like, obviously, John Morant's a stud. I think he's going to keep on going up. I think he's going to be a great, you know, future leader of the NBA for stars. But Trey Young is almost half the price. Some John Morants are selling 300 or over. He's almost half the price. Like, if you have $300 to 320 you know, are you going to buy a Trey Young and then a combination of a bunch of other guys from 2018? Or are you going to buy one John Morant? I don't necessarily know because I do really like John Morant. But the point is is that to be two times the price or close to it, then Trey Young seems a little crazy. I will say this. That is insane. But Ja has that insane athletic ability yeah, that, Trey that people have. just gravitate towards. I agree. I agree. And he's also super likable. He's going to be in the media a lot, a lot of hype, a lot of talk around him. He's a rookie this year too, which helps with hype. Um, I mean, Trey Young's having like a top five sophomore season ever, though, right now. Oh no, I understand. Yeah, it's just, it's just Trey Young, very nice. Yeah, three point assists, gets to the rim, mm-hmm. but not like athletically so. Right. No, I agree. Uh, and he plays on the Hawks. Oh, Hawks are so bad. Which is a bad team. John Collins isn't exciting. He's nice, not exciting. Uh, Kevin uh, Herter is nice, not super exciting though. Right. Yeah. You just say John Collins. You don't get instantly excited. Not, not like Jaron Jackson Jr. You say Jaron Jackson Jr., yeah. you're excited. You see a lot more excited. You say Brandon Collins. Clark, while it's not super exciting, it's probably 
on the level of like a John Collins type of excitement. Yeah, but speaking of Brandon Clark, he actually leads the 2019 class in PER this year, which is really cool. Um, but moving down the list here, Jaron Jackson Jr., 17.7 PER this year, a little bit uptick from last year, a little over one added, but he's shooting 43% from three as a 6'11 power forward center. So, And he's the 31 rank, 31st ranked uh, fantasy player in Yahoo <laughs> Fantasy NBA leagues that are nine... Uh, Nine category leagues, which is, <laughs> so, which is a lot. Very, to, very to specific. Out. But he is the 31st ranked player. How um, do I know that? Because I paid like 20 bucks for him. <laughs> On auction. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Silver, 55. They're like 45 to $55 right now. You could buy a... Give J- me that all a, day. A Jarrett Culver. A Jarrett Culver for 50. Jarrett Culver's PER this year is 10.1. Let's find it. Let's find it. Oh, outrageous. 10.1. 50 bucks? Yeah. 50 bucks for a silver when you can get a JJJ for 55 and Jaron Jackson Jr. has a skill set that could make him into an absolute star. Yeah. Jarrett Culver has a skill set that will make him into a, if he hits the top end, Paul George-esque player. Yeah. Also, let's talk about the Grizzlies versus the Wolves. I'm buying the Grizzlies long-term versus the Wolves. Especially, oh, yeah. Especially for, to if turn to a star. Like, also because they're stuck on that Andrew Wiggins contract. Right. But let's talk about, like, star. Like, Jerry Culver doesn't sh- scream superstar or star. No. Jerry this, Jackson Jr. does. Yes. Probably needs to put on a little weight, but... Well, yes. Yeah. But, as is Jerry Culver. But, <laughs> um, so, right there, 55, makes all the sense in the world, especially versus a Jerry Culver. Yeah. And to backtrack a little bit, something very important is that there are a lot more 2019 silvers than 2018. So it's not like we're comparing apples to apples with scarcity here. Like the prices should even be more suppressed for 2019 because of that. Another mindset is a ton of people are getting into collecting because of 2019 Prism. They all want 2019 Prism cards, so there's more demand, which makes sense. Like they weren't out there buying 2018 Prism retail, which was a steal at the time. Seventy bucks. We went in to Brewtown mm-hmm. in the middle of summer. You and I. We bought five or six boxes, and bought we. I know we bought two each for yeah. seventy dollars. And at the time, I was like, I should not be doing this. this <laughs> should not be spending my money like this. But seventy dollars a piece. Yep, it's crazy. Middle of summer, and now they're what two fifty, I think. And now, Brewtown still had them at one fifty. No, they have two thousand nineteen Prism at one fifty. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about this year's. No, but you were talking about last year's. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. year's was seventy. Yeah, I don't know what they're at now. They're two fifty. What I do know is that. Regular 2019 retail came out, yeah. and they were at 150, and, and it's over and double the price. And there's more products this year. There's more SKUs. There's more like retail configurations. Like, there's no there, reason there's more retail configurations, and we still can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Correct. I would have to anticipate that there is, there could be close to two times more 2019 silvers in 2018. We don't know yet without graded copies getting graded yet. Like uh, enough, you know. Like once we hit like. A year and a half for the population report, we'll be able to know more. But I'd have to expect that there's so many more. And then next on our list is Shea Gilgis Alexander, who is my favorite player out of this 2018 draft. He's an absolute stud. He had a 20 point, 20 rebound, 10 assist game the other day. That is the youngest player ever he was to record that type of game behind Shaq, which is crazy because Shaq's a 6'11 center, seven, actually probably 7'1 beast. 7'1 center. Yeah. And Shea is a 6'5 guard, which is insane. Also a beast. Also a beast. 
his silvers were 50 bucks before that game. Now they're 70. So the prices went up a little bit. Can't really directly compare them. Actually, I can. Siku? Seiko? How do you say his name? Don't ask me. (laughs) Seiko Dom something. Yes. The the Pistons, 19-year-old prospect who scored 24 points in 28 minutes last game. He does not qualify for the minutes per game leaderboard, so he can't have a PER that qualifies. Dumboya? There we go. Dumboya? Close enough. Seku Dumboya? That's my best guess. So currently his PER is 13.3, but that's depressed a lot by having like a couple like five-minute games in there because he didn't start until Blake Griffin got hurt recently. Stuff, whatever, happened there. Now they're 65. If I have 65 to 70 dollars to spend, I'm buying Shea a million times because on a playoff team, the other guy we don't know what he's gonna be or what type of player he'll be or Blake Griffin comes back, what minutes he'll get, whatever it might be. You know, well, Blake Griffin's not coming back this year. All right, he's out for the year. That's what I heard. Oh, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. See, I haven't heard one or another, so I but wouldn't, I wouldn't thought I heard that. Well, either way, so let's just say he has minutes. I'm still buying Shea on a playoff team. Guard. Very exciting. I don't know. Also, the Pistons doing. just aren't exciting. Yeah, like not exciting. You want to talk about unexciting teams in the in NBA history. The Pistons are number one on the list of yeah. least exciting teams. Terrible. So that's where I'm at. I know I know a lot of people like this guy, a lot of people are putting money in them. I would way rather spend that money on Shea, personally. However, next on our 2019 list is Brandon Clark. Nate, you got some thoughts on Brandon Clark? Uh, besides the fact that I like him, but he's a center? <laughs> not, not really. I mean, I, I, we were talking about this the other day, and that my biggest weakness with NBA players is that, you know, when I look at, for those of you that are listening, when I look at baseball players, I'm very specific in what I'm looking at. And while you can have a very nice player, I might not like him because of very specific things. When it comes to NBA, it's like, oh, man, I like that guy. I like that guy. I like that guy. I like that guy. So Brandon Clark is one of those guys. <laughs> You're like, I like that guy. Yeah. Well, Bob Brandon Clark, he actually has the highest PER for any 2019 rookie this year at 22.3. Very efficient. Um, I know he's taking some minutes earlier from Jaron Jackson Jr. when he would end up in like five fouls through three quarters. So I'm not exactly sure how that situation is working out now. Is Jaron Jackson Jr. still following a lot? He can't be. He's having huge games. He can't games. be. He's having huge games. Yeah. I read about somebody the other day. I can't remember who it was. I think it was a rookie that fouled out in 13 minutes. Oh, I read about that too. But I can't remember who it was anymore. I can't anymore. remember who it was either. I read about it though. Uh, sorry, people listening on the podcast. <laughs> Bring it up and can't remember the name. Yeah, follow it super fast. Well, either way, Brandon Clark is $30 right now, which actually seems like one of the better buys on this list. Um, direct, still, still a center, right? Still, still a center. And for me, if I'm taking 30 bucks and buying a Prism Silver, I'm buying Marvin Bagley at 30 when he's injured, so you can try to get that flip at 50 when he's playing. Or Marvin Bagley, to my personally, is a lot more yeah. exciting than Brandon Clark. Or I'd buy and a lot younger too. You know, if I'm spending 30 on a center, why not just buy two Wendell Carters or yeah, or buy a uh, Kobe White or something that has a huge upside. Exactly. And, oh, you're saying Kobe White at guard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if I think Kobe White at guard for 30 bucks is still too expensive. That's too expensive. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm choosing between Kobe White for 30 and Brandon Clark for 30, I feel like I'd rather run with Kobe White and just take the upside there. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a lot less safe, probably. Yeah. But here, okay, so we there's so many names on this document I have, we just can't go through them all. But one, no. one thing that sticks out to me is Cam Reddish, 6.1 PER. 
15 to 20 dollars for a silver. You could find guys with 15 plus PERs in the 2018 class for like 10 to 15 bucks. Sexton, Mitchell Robinson, what else? What else sticks Kevin out to you? Herter. Darius Garland going for 35 and Colin Sexton going for 10. Yeah, when like, Sexton is the much better player this year. I mean, Garland couldn't get better at some point. So could Colin Sexton. Exactly. So, but like 10, 10 bucks for I mean, Sexton. 15. 15 PR is average. Yeah. Is league average PR. Yeah. Colin Sexton's at 15.1. And Garland's at 9.5. <laughs> and Colin Sexton was at 12 last year, right? Yeah. Now, so obviously, get- new coach, Brett Bielema, clearly has lost that team. And the Cavs are so unexciting this year. It's not even funny. Honestly, yeah. they're so trash. But, they, I mean, it's better than going and spending 15 to 20 on Cam Rash, 35 on Darius Garland. I mean, R.J. Barrett I can't really discuss because who knows with R.J. A good coach comes in there. But, you know, you can say about a lot of young guys. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't really like the idea of Colin Sexton. Yeah. But compared to 35 for Garland. Yeah. 10 bucks for Sexton. I'd take three Colin Sextons over one Garland. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. And then even dudes like Eric Pascal, who has a 14.3 PR, which is towards the top of the list for 2019 draft picks. He's at 20 bucks, but... Very unexciting. No. Not going to be worth much next year when dudes come back from injury. When Curry's back and Clay's back and their top five pick that they have ends up being some superstar or whatever, uh, nobody's going to care about Pascal. He's going to be a nice player that they got and were able to figure out what he had in him because of injuries, but nobody's going to care. Also, the Warriors... I believe it was the Warriors pick, it was at 20, was supposed to be traded. But then they were, so if it's if it's in the top 20, it wasn't going to get traded. But yeah. of course, it assumes that the Warriors would have been really good yeah. and the pick would have been traded. Because it's not going to change hands, it changes into a 2025 second round pick. The Warriors pick? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that suck? If you if you were the team that was acquiring oh, the Warriors pick, yeah, and it was just you know you're probably getting the thirtieth, thirty first, thirty second pick, whatever. Or, no, thirtieth, thirtieth pick. Yeah. I'm thinking football 28th here. Twentieth to thirtieth. Twentieth to thirtieth yeah. pick, right? Uh, you know you're probably getting one of those, but you're still taking it because it's a first round pick. Right. Now that team is like Steph's hurt, Clay's hurt, Draymond's barely playing. He's not really great by himself at all. No, and now you're like, well. I'm getting a second round pick in 2025 instead of a late first round pick in 2020. And even if <laughs> so bad. even if you know you don't use that pick to draft a really good player, you can still trade it to get off of a 10 million dollar contract. Yeah, crazy. That's wild. I one guy I don't have on this list is Rui Hachimura. I think it's because he was hurt for a little bit and didn't qualify for the PR leaderboard, so I just missed the name. But I believe that his Prism Silvers are above $50. They've got to be. They have to be. People love that dude. So they're, all he does is score. So there's 60. 60 bucks on auction was one of the last ones. 55 40 depending on the centering. It switches a lot with this year. But if they're going for 60 well-centered, I'm buying Michael Porter Jr. at 65 all day. Oh. All day. Well. No, I am for sure. I'd rather buy Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, okay. Well, 55. I'm talking MPJ versus Rui. Well, okay, well, even Rui against JJJ. I'm just saying, sure, 65 over 60. Yeah. MPJ 
looks really good. Not consistent. Looks really good and yeah, splashes. Needs minutes and stuff. But I feel like Jaron Jackson Jr. of anybody on this list has the most upside to dream on. Yeah, I think that you're looking at JJJ and Marvin Bagley. Just because Bagley's hurt right now, his price is like almost dropped in half. Like that's mm-hmm. a, such an easy buy. Yeah, thirty five bucks. Yeah, and honestly, some are going for twenty five to thirty yeah. too if you catch the right auction. And if you haven't. Uh, if you're still on board with the 2019 draft class instead of 2018 after this whole conversation, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like PJ Washington for 30 bucks at 13.5 PER, but you can buy Bagley at 30 bucks. I mean, PJ's like nice, but he's not exciting. Yeah, right. I mean, P- PJ was nice at 15 to 20. Yeah, by all means, but 30. But the same can be said. I wouldn't buy Devonte Graham at 30. No, not. And I'm the biggest Devonte Graham fan. There is probably on this entire true uh, card hobby. Cage Cage lawyer now he owns like a hundred silvers, but yeah, but it's like it's that's money motivated. (laughs) But did he know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like did he buy him at three? No, no. Did he even know who he was? Probably not. (laughs) No, not until Gary said something. (laughs) Um, and so uh, it's like thirty bucks for Devontae Graham can't do that. And there's other guys in here. I wouldn't spend twelve dollars on Wendell Carter. It's a better deal than some of the other guys, but I wouldn't yeah. spend it. Well, I take that twelve bucks and I just hold it to put into something else. Yeah, like, you know, like better buy than. But even when Wendell Carter was playing this year at sixteen point two PR, which is much better than some of the other dudes. Also, can we can we talk about Matisse Thybul real quick? Yeah, go for it. Uh, ten point three PR, twenty dollars. Yeah, something's got to happen with that team. Some guys have to go something, so that Thybul minute Thybul. Yeah. But if I'm gonna take a gamble on somebody. Why wouldn't I put twenty dollars into Matisse Thibel instead of fifty twenty dollars into Cam Reddish? Yeah, oh, for sure. You at least know that with Thibel, you have that extremely, extremely, extremely high floor of being an all-world defender. Yeah. Right. And then if any amount of offense comes along. Sounds like that, that's what they're saying for Kawhi Leonard. I'm not saying he's going to be Kawhi Leonard, no. but, but he's got... Nobody's going to be the no, Kawhi Leonard. No, but he's got to you know, advance the even offensive if, game. Even if he's 50% of Kawhi Leonard. Well, yeah, then at that point. You know, it's still amazing. Uh, and so you're looking at $20 for Thiable or $20 for Cam Reddish? Oh, it's not even a question. $20 for Thiable or $35 for Darius Garland? Mm-hmm. At least you have that floor that can get him on the... You know, that high ceiling that can get him on... Or high floor that can get him... On the floor, yeah. playing. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so it's that that type of deal that I'd be looking at. Yeah, for this specific 2019 draft class, more so than spending 290 dollars on John Morant instead of buying Trey for 165. Yeah, and that's not to say that John Morant's not a beast. Don't don't take it as that. He is a beast. No, Jaw's so good. Yeah. And and honestly, there might be a chance that you can you know buy these and sell them for higher because of this trend that well, that there we're probably seeing. will be a chance There's, exactly yeah. So like this trend that we're seeing, obviously, is 2019 stuff is just worth more. It could continue. I'm not saying that I was saying this is going to switch it, but yeah. just like if you're looking for value, if there's anything I've learned in cards, it's that you can like a guy as much as you want, but if he doesn't have any uh, talk talk behind him, hype behind him, yeah, doesn't matter. Likewise, you can hate a guy. You can think he's just going to be a back-to-the-basket center, but if he has a ton of guys talking about him, mm-hmm. his prices will go up no matter what. Yeah, and like with Shea, Shea was like 15 to 20 bucks all spring into the summer. 
He has a couple big games, get some spotlight in OKC. People are talking about him. A couple big games. Okay, just a really, really good. 20, 20, 10. <laughs> yeah, and just like a really, really good start to the season. Quality player. And now people are talking about him. And now they're 70 to, to 80. It's, it's but okay. I mean, he he deserves. He it. also he, put up a twenty twenty ten game, which no, is I know, and and it was twenty rebounds, which is outrageous from a you don't got to tell me. I post like ten times, but also that, I, I guess that makes sense. That's just the Thunder way. Oh yeah, Russell Westbrook getting yeah. rebounds and stuff. Yeah, taking them from the centers. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Adams. He's probably like, guy. oh yes, Russell Westbrook is gone. No, Shea just takes all the rebounds. Yeah. I mean, Shea's averaging like six seven rebounds a game. Which is pretty good, for, you know, for a guard. He's six five though. Yeah, that helps. Also, it's not like Chris Paul's going to steal him from him. No, <laughs> like what? Six feet? Six? Yeah, six six one. Six I thought. One. Could be wrong in that. Well, honestly, like could be a dead dead horse here for a long time. But yeah, we could talk about this all day. I don't want to waste how, your time in on how bad these prices are. But basically, if I've learned anything from this, and Aaron took all the notes, and I'm just looking at them. Yeah, it's that. The 2019 class has a ton of hype. I think they have a ton of hype because the 2018 class came in with probably they came in with hype, but limited hype, and just blew everyone out of the water. Mm-hmm. So I think the 2018 class made everyone want to buy the 2019 class just because, right? They now, built off. Of do you it. know what? I actually totally agree because I've had a couple of people DM me, "Hey, should I be buying sealed hobby boxes of 2019 Prism for 400? I see that 2018 is 750 and 900." So people are already like... You know they're like 510 bucks now? Oh, they went up to 510 Well, this was a while ago. Yeah. That's crazy. But either way, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, these are worth 800 These should be too. Yeah. Type of thing. But obviously, these singles are reversed. Hobby for 2018 is more expensive. Obviously, more has been opened. But... Yeah. So that's kind of like where we're coming from here. So yeah. If, if I've learned anything, it's that uh, the hype for 2018 caused the... Huge hype for 2019, and the demand increase too, which matters. And so, while 2018 is probably a better, is a much better deal. Yeah, you'd agree. Maybe they will just keep going up the same rates, even though 2019 started higher. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I could be wrong. It's all a guess at this point, obviously, because it just depends on the demand and where the yeah. demand goes, and I mean everything. But but there's a lot more risk. In 2019. Oh, a ton more risk. Just a lot more risk, yeah. honestly. Like you don't even know if the if the most hyped player is gonna have a sustainable career. Not I'm, to say I that mean, look at Zion. Yeah, right? I'm not saying that that he's gonna be bad. I really like Zion. I hope he does well. But we just don't know. You can't, you don't know. Yeah. And the third pick, R.J. Barrett's done nothing. Yeah. So you've got Ja and some throw-ins, Siku, and. Possibly know, Hachimura. Tyler Hero. Yeah. Right? But otherwise, it's Ja. At least in this class, you've got Luca, Trey, Jaron, SGA, Marvin, all doing well. DeAndre Ayton doing well. Michael Porter doing well. Mitchell Robinson doing well. It's outrageous. Yeah. And they're all cheaper. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I have nothing else to say. I don't think you do. I either. got nothing else to add either. I just hope that everyone kind of understands where we're coming from with yeah. this podcast. So if you are looking for some value buys, maybe you can look at 2018. But if you you know if you think hype's going to keep on going 2019, that's your decision on that one. Yep. We're just here to pre- present some PERs, some some dollar amounts, and some hype trains. I guess just presenting the facts. <laughs> oh yeah. And letting you try to decipher it. Oh yeah, just like always. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. 
Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Look out for a weekly NBA podcast tomorrow from Sam. Surely going to be a good one. I know he's discussing a couple of the 2019 rookies tomorrow. So if you are looking for a little bit more in-depth, I guess, takes on on their games and stuff, Sam will surely provide that. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you guys next time.